Welcome to the Cross Council Podcast, where we believe that negative emotions should not run your life. Join Mary Carlton and Steve Freitag as they share the keys they've learned from over 20 years of helping people find genuine freedom and live a more meaningful life through the truth, love, and healing of Jesus. Welcome back to the Cross Council Podcast. I, of course, am your host, John Crevillian, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Mary Carlton. How are you, Mary? I'm good. It's been exciting. We've had lots of company, lots of meetings, lots of things happening here at the farm, and it's been just a super packed summer, which oh. is awesome. Lots of good stuff happening, and you know, and and class. We have new classes starting too, so that's always fun to get to mentor people and and impart what God has given to us. So I'm always excited about doing that. So yeah, it's a super productive time. That's awesome. Yeah. I love kind of like that. We've, we've been doing the school thing for a while now so that I can kind of see like the returning class and be like, Hey, what's up? It reminds me of college, like going through like Spanish one, two, and like three with like the same people and be like, what's up everybody. Hope you had a good summer. <laughs> so I'm excited <laughs> to, see, family, to see right? everyone. I know. I know. Some of those guys are are moving on up, might be might be helping us out in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. So, going to keep growing lacrosse gang. That's like the big goal of my of of where I'm at, you know, just keep growing the locals. So, <laughs> they're they're a rowdy bunch, but we'll we'll get them. We'll get them. <laughs> and of course, I am joined by my other co-host Steve Freitag. How are you, Steve? All right. I'm excited for the new wave of training as well. It's always great to see people grow and yeah, the leaps they make by being in our classes. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. they see their lives that have been changed just by attending the class. You know, I mean, that's so cool to me that the light bulbs are going on in other people's heads because, you know, sometimes it feels like we're on another planet with some of the stuff we say, right? It's mm-hmm. like so obvious to us because we've been in it and doing the kind of ministry that we do for so long, it just seems like second nature. So for to see other people see it, you know, their eyes pop open and they see what God can do and what he has been doing and that he actually does what he does, right? That he actually brings peace in places of chaos, permanent peace. You know, it's just exciting to see that in people. Mm-hmm. We don't feel mm-hmm. so alone. No, no. Yeah, exactly. And also like the community that grows out of it. Um, like in our last class in the, uh, the level two, I believe the level two from this past semester. Wow. We have those now. The one of the zoom meetings, um, for those of you who haven't met, uh, Carol yet, she's one of our, she's one of our instructors in the classes and she's, I tell her this every like month or so that Carol is obviously like just someone who was very popular in high school because she does these little things that are so funny and like very much remind me of the, like the popular girls back in the day. And one of the things (laughs) she does with the level two class is that she just invites all of the locals, anyone that can drive to her house to her house. And so there's like seven people in her home all talking. So I've just named the local, the lacrosse locals, Carol's house party. And they love it. And they're, they're taking, they're taking a little too much pride in it. They get a little rowdy because of it. So I, I might need to tone that back, but I really, <laughs> I, love, I love seeing the community grow, but uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. Excited for it to start up again. Looking forward to seeing all the, 
all the old classmates and uh, mm-hmm. and some new ones. So, you mm-hmm. know, praise God. Praise God for it. So, yeah, yeah guys, let's uh, go ahead and get started. Uh, let's talk about what we want to talk about today. But first, we're going to get a quick word from Jenny. Hi, this is Jenny. My role is to manage the relationship between you and Cross Council. It's been a pleasure connecting with so many of you over the years, and we're so grateful that you are a part of the growing number of people tuning into our podcast. More than ever before, people are realizing the importance of maintaining mental health, but they're still struggling to find genuine and lasting peace. However, more and more people are coming to Cross Council, engaging in our melt process and finding genuine freedom from lifelong burdens, including depression, anxiety, and addiction. God is truly blessing our ministry, and we are growing faster than ever before, which is why I want to take a moment to invite you to partner with us. We have never turned anyone away for their inability to pay for a session, and our team of donors is vital to keeping that a reality. Please join our team. With your support, we can continue to offer the profound healing of transformational prayer that has helped so many find real and lasting peace. Just go to crosscouncil.com and click the donate button to get started. We can't do this alone, and your generous monthly gift will change someone's life. Yeah, Steve, a uh, quick update from you. How are you How are you feeling? You've been going through it a little bit. You've had some uh, some knee injuries recently that have been pretty intense. So how are you? Yeah, it depends on how you define injury. It's these weird flare-ups that I have, and I know people have heard me talk about it, but it's just so hard to describe. It's It started out with probably somehow some sort of leak that came into my blood leak that came into my knee capsule, and it's just wreaked havoc, um, blowing my knee up to twice the size. And if you've seen my knees, oh. uh, that says a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's very interesting because when we do ministry, a lot of people come in with physical things, or they come in with emotional things, or they come in with issues. That they're like, "Well, that's not really priority for me. I want to deal with this addiction. I don't think I need to deal with this." And, and what often happens, and Mary, you can comment on this too. It's like it's all connected. Yeah, what we believe connecting to what we feel, and a, a kid falling on the ice in front of his friends, you know, at eight years old, doesn't seem to have any connection to, you know, being in the boardroom at 37 in his life. Boy, the things that he feels in that boardroom are very similar to what he felt when everybody laughed at him Mm -hmm. trying to protect himself. And right. Yeah. I mean, you've obviously noticed that everything seems to be connected to everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And it it is funny that we're so used to trying to figure stuff out ourselves that, you know, for all of the things where we have areas of pain in our life, we have put some thought to what is that about? Why is that there? How can I stop that? What do I need to avoid? Our mind has done all of the gymnastics, right? And so we think we kind of know what's happening. And and sometimes people feel just hopeless because nothing they've tried has worked. But what we do in this ministry is we kind of peel away all the human effort to get rid of our problems And we really just own what's there and feel it and see where it connects and let God do what he wants to do. It's so very different than our own self-effort. It's really just being vulnerable enough to let God do what only he can do. And so when people start a session, sometimes they think they know, 
right? They think they know, and sometimes they are discouraged and they'll say, you know, I've suffered with this thing for so long. I just don't see that it's ever going to be any different because they've done man's, they've gone man's route to solving problems, which without God inspiration in it is not going to produce anything good. So, yeah, I love it when they say this just this this doesn't really matter, this other thing. And then they start just letting their heart be real and feel, hey, that's good. Be real and feel. Um, (laughs) Should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, trademark that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Exactly. Um, When they do that, they they land in memories that are really significant that they maybe haven't even thought were connected to the current issues they're having. So I just love that we can get out of the way and just see what God will do. And we can actually trust him, you know, trusting him to be who he says he is. That's, that's, you know, faith, right? Right. And we do this podcast in part so that people maybe understand that we know a little bit about what we're doing. There's a lot of stuff I don't know anything about, right? I'm pretty dumb about a lot of things, but like when I have this 37 year old EMT come in and say, you know, when I first started, there were like two crazy, awful, gory accidents that I had to be a part of. And he said, you know, I can't get those out of my mind. I've been an EMT for like 11 years. And I still, you know, as much as I've taught myself or been taught to suppress, I can't get that out of my mind. And so most people want to start with, okay, that moment or those two, either one of those moments, but right to let people know that, yes, that's significant. Your mind had no place to put that even mm-hmm. through your training and videos and whatever uh, uh, things that you've done to prepare for that when it's actual and real. Whew, right. But it's also impacted by stuff that's been in there since you were 10, 11, 12 years old. And we don't try to strong arm people. We don't try to win arguments, but we also don't apologize for what we do. It's like, well, certainly right. you can go to somebody to talk about how you can more sufficiently suppress the the, the pain that's in those two memories. Yeah. Because what comes out is real in the moment. It's the way that I treat my friends or my family or whomever, my coworkers. There's that underlying thing that's still like bottled up inside. Yeah. So. Yeah, when it comes to connections and the just even the the pain that we feel physically, our men's group has been going through First Peter, and we've just really wrestled with First Peter four, and uh, and I think we're supposed to wrestle with it because it just even the first verse in chapter four says, therefore, since Christ suffered in His body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is get this. It says done with sin, right? Mind blown. So we in this country, in the United States, as of right now, we're not really suffering too much in our bodies for our faith. No. I don't see a whole lot of that. There's probably some little pockets and people can have their own stories about some of that, but that's not a road to go down today. But I have felt more physical suffering in the last two months than I've ever felt in my life. And it's what's just amazing is because of what happened in my knee capsule, then my IT band, which a year ago, I didn't even know what that was. I just remember mm-hmm. seeing some videos. You should stretch your IT band. It's kind of important. Well, yeah, because it's a huge tendon. 
And then, so when things were disrupted in my knee capsule, what does the leg do? I need to help. <laughs> I need to get rid of this pain. And so my IT band and my thigh, and then later I, I pull my groin, which makes things even worse. Ooh. And through going to different kind of treatments for this, my chiropractor said, what I see in your pelvis only shows up in females. I'm like, what? What does that mean? That your pelvis is I'm like, hey, my baby's due in November. Be careful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so I guess I have the hips to bear children, but uh, that's not happening. <laughs> but regardless, it's, it's lucky it's John you. chokes on his coffee, right? Yeah, but, um, yeah for real. <laughs> so, and th- that's been the most painful like chiropractic adjustment i've ever felt i've done some like where you strip the, the muscle the tendons the scar oh. tissue that kind of thing and that's yeah. yeah that hurts a lot but the like boom in one moment that adjustment in the pelvis wow but it's trying to free everything and putting things back in order mm-hmm. which is what our ministry is about is <clears throat> allowing jesus to put things back in order yeah. That's the whole idea in the creation account. It's bringing order to chaos. And we we do that on a person-by-person person level. Mm-hmm. And then you read this, this passage, and I'm trying to I'm trying to relate to it, right? I can see Christ suffering in his body. That's because of movies like The Passion. Mm-hmm. That that makes it we'll use this word again in our podcast two weeks ago, visceral to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor playing Christ get get tortured, beaten, crucified. I can, you know, I have a, that visual in my mind. I already had one, but that one made it more clear. But how do we, how do we join with Christ in His sufferings? What does that mean to identify with Him? And I, yeah, suffering just, I think it just strips away all the other distractions. And I, and maybe when it comes to physical pain, maybe even more so. Honestly, because I know when I've had periods of pain, right, nothing else matters but getting relief. You know, it it just really does reorient you toward resolving that issue. So, yeah, that's very interesting to even think about that. No, just like Peter is writing to these former pagans, basically, for the most part, and it's they've come to Christ and they've committed themselves to living for him and even even suffering in their body. And that's what he goes in, goes into later in chapter four. But how do we how do we understand what Peter was trying to say, what the Holy Spirit was trying to say in this, and how can how, how can we identify with it? And so the kind of suffering I've felt physically in the last two months isn't because of my faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because of a, a broken world for sure. But it's caused me to slow down and just notice some of the things that rise up in me because these flare-ups come with no warning. And so I've noticed, and even just putting language on this yesterday, like my nervous system is a wreck because Mm -hmm. if I feel any little rumbling, it's like, oh, that horrific pain that usually lasts two hours is right around the corner. And I think Mm -hmm. that's damaging. Yeah. I think it's very damaging to us. And so that's part of the strategy and trying to get better is really to 
be aware of what's going on in my nervous system because I, I was recognizing that it was fear, right? That's, that's our language, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fearing what's going to come. And that's, it's true. But then when I, in my own head, when it was then connected with nervous system, which it always should be, mm-hmm. when I thought about that, like our whole nervous system, I thought, oh, yeah, my, my um, lie-based fear needs to be addressed. I want to be proactive so the pain doesn't come, but also knowing that if it does come, all right, here's, uh, if I keep on breathing, I'm going to get through it. Mm-hmm. So, trying to then pull in this passage from first peter like what does that mean whoever suffers in the body is done with sin that's so hard to understand really at the end of that paragraph so he says once that happens then they live for the will of god and so making that connection, how is that connection of suffering in the body and being done with sin? Now, as a result, they don't live for their desires, but they live for the will of God. To me, it's, and I'm just, I'm not sure I understand all of this, but to me, it's once I've allowed that suffering to happen, something in me changes And now I'm willing to live for the will of God. And that concept right there really relates to um, what we help people to do in the area of emotional healing, which can connect to physical stuff. But because you, just like you were talking about with your hips, Steve, feeling pain every day, you know, feeling that pain, you finally got to the place where you decided, I've got to do something about this. There's something wrong here. Someone needs to look into it. And that brought you to the place where then you had to suffer a momentary extreme pain to get the relief. And I know it's not complete re- relief yet, but that's that's how we look or how we at Cross Council, we look at emotional pain is you're feeling it every day. You're feeling it every day. You're feeling the stress, you're feeling the fear, you're feeling the shame, you're feeling the all of the stuff. You're so used to it, many of us, that we just discount it because that's just the way it is. That's the way my life is. That's the way I think. That's who I am, not good enough or whatever those thoughts are. So you, you live with it every day. And then at some point, people have the courage to say, you know what, I'm reading the word and this isn't what God has for me. I know there's better. I I want to press into what is this pain about so that I can walk through. There's going to be some intensity happen in that area of pain before I can walk through it to get free on the other side. But I'm willing to do that. And I love it when people do that because God meets them in it. And on the other side, when they received the truth that sets them free in those memories that they go to, then, and and I was just talking to somebody the other day about this, then my heart more willingly does the will of God because I don't have this coping, pressing the pain down thing happening all the time. I can actually feel what somebody else is feeling and I can see what they're 
suffering through. And I can reach out with the love of God to that person. And so, yeah, it's a process, right, of taking that pain and letting God shift inside of us to cause that moment where we we have to feel it intensely. And then God makes the shift. And then our heart more easily does his will. I just, that's how I understand this passage as it applies to, you know, our lie-based thinking and our emotional pain. It's the same process, produces the will of God in our life more than we had before. And to be fair to us, I guess, when, when these early followers of Jesus are suffering, they're suffering, it's a direct line, because they are worshiping Jesus instead mm-hmm. of whatever the culture was worshiping, depending on what the, where the culture was. But because you're not bowing down and doing what we require, because you're following this Jesus dude, mm-hmm. here is what you're going to get for that. Mm-hmm. Where when we suffer things in the United States, and all of us do suffer, it's a, I, I think we do have to be intentional and take that extra step. And what I'm still trying to wrap my mind around, like identifying with the suffering of Christ, like, of course, he died for us, and and our he died for the sins of the world, but he also died for the pain. So, as he's suffering, is he also feeling the suffering of the world, the emotional and physical? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can't wrap my head around that, but I think there's a reality to that that he is suffering all the brokenness of a fallen world on yeah. his person. Yeah. And so, for me to intentionally choose, even in my left brain, we talk about that, even in my left brain, to say. As I look at Jesus on the cross, he bore this. I am offering, like I'm I'm offering this suffering to him. And ultimately, so that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind when his love, which is wrapped in truth or truth wrapped in love, enters those spaces in our heart, that does change us and cause us to live more freely toward whatever God's will is for us. Yeah. I think wrapped around why... Uh, we avoid suffering is a lot of wrong thinking about what mm-hmm. what it why it's there why is that pain there and what caused it and what do I do about it so when we're on when we do our podcast that's one of our main goals is to help people understand why is this pain here what where is it coming from what causes it so that it's not a mystery. Because I think there is a lot of wrong thinking and it's, you know, the world's way of trying to understand why I'm hurting or why I'm numbing out or why I have addictions or why I can't love or why all of the things that that we all as humankind have dealt with. It's man's way of trying to understand that. And and so we we receive all these this wrong thinking about why that's there and how to fix it. And so I, you know, we talk about the melt process and that it's a simple process of feeling the emotion and letting the Lord show you the memories that are there, or you choosing to go to those memories and you choosing to see what, what's the lies there and then allowing him to bring his redeeming truth and love there. And it sounds so simple, but I found that all of the wrong thinking at the very beginning about 
this isn't what I have to do. This isn't the way out. This doesn't work. It's really because my dad left. It's really, you know, all that wrong thinking actually slows things down a little bit because uh, our mind has found ways to prevent us from feeling that pain. And so we work through those that wrong thinking and the Lord brings truth to that. So we can understand really how we're made and how he, he interacts with the way he made us. And, and so um, for people who hear us talk, I, I've had people comment, like, it sounds so simple, but that just doesn't work for me. That doesn't work that way for me. I can't remember, or I can't feel or whatever it is, you know, I don't have memories or whatever the reason is. That's what I'm talking about is all that wrong thinking we have about the process that slows us down and makes us maybe not want to dive in, not want to take the risk to feel the pain, not believe that the pain's going to be better on the other side. So just to let people know that's normal and everyone has that to some degree, but the Lord works you through it so that you can flow in the process and as I tell people, if you don't quit, you will win because he's faithful. And we've just seen it too many times that's been proven to us. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has been a great conversation, guys. Let's definitely continue it next week. So stay tuned, everybody, for more of our discussion on suffering and unpacking First Peter 4. This has been the Cross Council Podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, share with your friends, and look for us on social media. The world will become a much better place, and Jesus will be seen in a much better light the more we are transformed by His truth and love. We'll see you next time, everybody.